He talked to me so quickly that I questioned it at first. I was hesitant. But once he started talking, he wouldn't stop. My name is Lydia, and this is my podcast that I use to make sense of the psychic shit that happens to me. So buckle up, and I'll tell you what it's really like for me to see a spirit. Hello, welcome to episode... Oh, that's the second time I've used the word welcome in like a minute. Makes me cringe a bit. Here we go. Here's a third time. Welcome to episode 11. <laughs> yes, I'm still here in Wellington. No, I'm not in Wellington. I'm here in Auckland. I haven't left New Zealand yet. But as I promised in the last episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about how I sit down and have a controlled special time where I can invite any spirit that's lingering around any spirit guide that's wanting to send a message to me. I just have a special dedicated time of about 20 minutes and a little routine that I do to make sure that I'm protected and safe. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just a bit nervous to talk about this because it is, again, a very vulnerable spot for me. I'm definitely getting better at talking about this stuff and not worrying about judgment, but I think each time I say something that's a little bit less accepted in society or a little bit less talked about, I get a little bit nauseous and I get a little bit dizzy and it's definitely what's happening right now. You know me, I'm used to recording on the floor, but my sister's more civilized than me, so I'm sitting at her kitchen table and I'm wondering if I'm going to fall off it. That's how nervous I am. I talked to you about the first time I was shown how to sort of do what I call opening my mind hat. And I was shown in a dream that turned out to be a very real experience because it continued as I woke up in the middle of the night. I got shown by some spirit guides how to sort of do these actions around my head that allowed, I don't know if it's sort of like unpeeling my sort of human form back and letting connection be clearer and stronger or if it's more of a routine just for me to feel like when you do this you have control does that make sense like I don't know if they're showing me this because that's what works for everyone or if that's just something I need so that at the end of the session when I reverse all the actions they've shown me and sort of fold my little mind hat back up it can all be a little bit different but what I'm hoping for the end of the episode <laughs> perfect timing my sister was just on the phone outside and <laughs> she, she's such a weirdo she's more weird than me she's just doing like the little Egyptian dance you know a little like Egyptian head bobby thing I'm doing it you can't see me but I'm doing it she's just doing that along the window but I'm really hoping that she will join me for the end of the episode and perhaps for the whole entirety of next episode that will probably air while I'm in the sky. 
So that's new. That's a little bit of a surprise. Um, I'm not sure sort of how much information I need to give about this mind hat thing because I've kind of told you everything in episode five. Like I had that dream and I waited about one to two years. I can't quite remember. I know I said it in the, oh no, it was definitely two years because I had the dream in 2019 and then I tried it for the first time in 2021. So I wasn't really given any more information other than the dream itself as to what to do. So it's not like a lot went on in the background before I did my first little session. I pretty much just waited until I had enough courage to just give it a go and have blind faith that everything would kind of be okay. I think I just almost treated it like an experiment. So I'm just reading straight out of my little diary here. Um, looks like I first tried it on June 29th, 2021, and I've noted down that I did a 20-minute seated meditation asking a spirit guide to come forward, and Raphael did. Ah, that's an archangel. You know how I mentioned a few episodes ago that archangels are a thing and I haven't really, was it in an episode or a? question box this is the hard thing of doing a podcast on your own you've got no one to soundboard or remember stuff with you you just go off your own memory and my memory is pretty shit (laughs) I haven't talked about archangels at all but my spirit guides now like while I'm doing these sessions a year in are sort of connecting me with archangels I think they're sort of like above spirit guides and guardian angels in the little hierarchy of whatever goes on out there, but again, I don't really know that stuff, and I'm just sort of letting them share the information with me, rather than going out to seek it, because I think that's the only way I'll really believe it. Anyway, apparently he told me, here's some signs to show that he's with me, and there's three, four today song. Do you know that song? It was around a lot in like a radio jingle, I think. For today, I remember your smile. I'm such a bad singer. I really apologize. Another sign he's with me is the color purple. Maybe that's if I see the color purple or just, I don't know, I'm looking at the background of my computer screen right now and that's purple. And also bright star. So that is a little image of a star, but it's also because... Um, my spirit guides and my grandma who passed away before I was born. I know I haven't really mentioned much about her except for those first two episodes. I did see her again when I was 24, but in around about the last six months or so, she's come through a lot, especially kind of ramped up during while I started recording those first two episodes she just started talking to me and talking back to me and she calls me a bright star (laughs) so that's also a sign from him whether he passed that on to her to share or whatever that's a sign anyway I'm just going to read through I actually think I've got more details about that Ah, 
So I actually wrote it down in pages and then must have kept like a little physical pen to paper note. Apparently I had on the June 28th, the day before, I had an experience. So I'll maybe put that in after this. But here are the notes from June 29, that little one that I just summarized for you, I guess. I started by lighting a candle. By the way, sorry, interrupting already. All the things that I'm doing, lighting a candle just felt like the right kind of motif for me to begin a session. Like, start it off by lighting a candle and then finish it by blowing it out and then somehow that'll just separate anyone that comes through. Um, here are the uninterrupted notes from June 29th. Again, so all over the place. Thanks for bearing with me. <laughs> I started by lighting a candle, surrounding myself in an orb of protective light and asked for protection. I asked that only beings of the highest vibration come forward in hope of talking to my spirit guide. At this time, this is just a little interjection again, I hadn't met them. Or I thought I'd meet them, didn't really know. So I think beginning all this, I really just wanted to meet my spirit guides. And also, please don't try this yourself, because I wouldn't want you to open yourself up to anything that you'd have trouble controlling. Um, it's a pretty scary thing to do, <laughs> and I just want you to be safe, okay? I ask that only beings of the highest vibration come forward in hope of talking to my spirit guide. I then imagined seven steps and walked up them, counting them and unwrapped my head and waited. It's my little mind hat. He talked to me so quickly that I questioned it at first. I was hesitant. But once he started talking, he wouldn't stop. For the whole 20 minutes, he was giving such clear guidance and wisdom about approaching this next podcasting step. Oh that I was worried I wouldn't be able to remember everything afterwards. He said that's okay because subconsciously the knowledge will still be there and guide me. This is so cute that like I went for guidance about podcasting because I didn't know if I was ready. Oh, this is actually quite cute. Okay. He gave me three-ish signs that he's with me. For today, I'll be seeing your smile song. No, I'm not singing that for you again. The colour purple an image of an eye or ear. That's how I communicate to the spirit world. Ah, so an image of an eye or ear because I see things and I hear things. So clear audience and clairvoyance. And then the bright star thing as well. Maybe that's why I said three-ish. He told me not to worry about this podcasting, not to force it, that everything's happening as it should. I listened, and he's right. <laughs> I just need to get a microphone because I'm ready. We're not sold on the name yet. Maybe growing up psychic, but he said I'm going to do a lot of good. Oh, I'm getting teary. <laughs> and that's what I should focus on. I said it seems intimidating, kind of like the Tongariro crossing. <laughs> For our international listeners, Yes, Kiwis, shocking, 
I know. We actually have some people that do listen from overseas. (laughs) And for you guys, if you don't know what the Tongariro Crossing is, it's a 22-kilometer day hike that you do in New Zealand's National Park. So you actually walk in between two of New Zealand's snowy mountains. So it's quite a hike upwards and then a little bit of a hike across and then quite a big hike down. I know when I did it, I suffered a lot, but I'm not the world's fittest person. So some people might think it's a bit of a, a bit of an easy job, but I didn't. <laughs> anyway, that's what that is. I said it seems intimidating, kind of like the Tongariro crossing. He said to imagine it like the crossing and just do 10% each day, a few steps closer And then before I know it, I've achieved it. I don't have to know everything to start. I just have to start. I don't even need to worry about catering what I say to people to make sure they like what I hear, as long as I imagine that I'm talking to my younger self. Sorry. I did not expect that. I just, um... It was pretty hard growing up having no one to talk to about this, so just imagining my younger self hearing things that I wish she could have heard makes me emotional. My sister's just given me eight minutes more to record, and if I cry, it's going to take up and use up that time. As long as I imagine that I'm talking to my younger self and I'm being who I wish my younger self had, only good can come of it. I'm going to be sort of like a psychic big sister. My authenticity, caring and loving nature and my down-to-earth sense of being are going to shine through. The psychic next door, question mark, being psychic. I love how like I was getting all this really nice feedback (laughs) and all I was worried about was the name. But it's true, like, it's actually really nice that I do kind of just talk as if I'm talking to little Lydia, and so I'm not actually really worried about whether people like what I have to say, which which is weird for me, because I'm a massive people pleaser. Maybe this is part of me learning how to stop being a people pleaser. (sighs) I'm sure more was talked about, but I'm tired now, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. I closed by thanking him for his guidance, time, and advice, and laughs. He laughed, saying he's always here, he's in the universe with me. I thanked him again and walked down the seven steps, counting as I went. I imagined myself in protective light again, and wrapped my head back up, clapped around me, blew out the candle, and sprayed lavender. That's quite funny, because like now when I do it, I literally, because I, I think I also put down like some crystals in front of me. And now when I do it, I literally just sit there and I'm like, hey, I'm here. Like, I don't really need all this stuff. He said, just start by being open about the things you're doing to try and develop your intuition and then record your experiences. That's it. That's been my plan all along. I feel like you kind of needed a little bit of backstory about what I experienced to even understand the little things I'd say here and there. Otherwise, I feel like if I shared my experiences and what I'm trying to do to develop I'd just forever be trying to explain little things along the way, like I'm already doing that, 
and it's me just trying to start from the beginning. <laughs> he also told me to have fun, live life. Woohoo! Cute. Now we're both surprised to see that June 29th wasn't actually the first little sit down session I dabbled with and smart cookie little Lydia at the time made a video of what happened after the first 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 time I sat down and did that so I'm just going to play that for you now. I apologise in advance for my booty and my fake tan coming off my face. It's four degrees here, feeling like negative two outside. Um, so yesterday was the first time that I tried to just open up and see if anything would come through. Um, I sat for about 20 minutes with my back supported and just asked if anything was there for it to come forward. What happened next is not too long into it, maybe two minutes into it, um, I saw, uh, well, I sort of saw an image of a young girl who was blonde, maybe three or four, tugging at my shirt. I didn't feel her tugging at my shirt, but I just saw like a little girl tugging at clothing. She didn't really talk, but she just sat next to me and held my hand at one point and sort of nestled in and put her, her head on me. And the feeling I got was that she was just going to sit with me through it. Um... I was sort of told that, well, while this is my first time doing it, they didn't, uh, whichever energies are out there didn't want me to be afraid. So they tried to send in someone who would just keep me company, but wouldn't be threatening or I wouldn't, I wouldn't be scared of. Um, and then the feeling I got after that was that before I do this again, I need to figure out how to disconnect from any spirit that's come through or sort of close down a channel, I guess, as sort of self-protection or psychic protection moving forward. So towards, towards the end of, of um, yesterday's little breakout session I honestly wasn't expecting anything to come through but it was just a nice um nice company and um towards the end I was sort of focusing on the feeling of someone holding of this person holding my hand and then I felt someone else sitting next to me on my right but I couldn't I couldn't discern whether it was a male energy or a female energy or I couldn't see any facial features it was more just like a, a being and at the end I sort of saw them sort of holding hands together as they as they went um I did start off I think asking to be protected and at the end I clapped my hands from 
in front of me to behind me from in front of me to behind me because one time when I went to get sort of like a Reiki massage that's how they told me that they cleanse their energy after working with someone um, and then I sprayed some lavender flower water over the room. I don't really know why I do these things. It's just things you pick up. But what I've just tried to do in preparation of today's one is do a little bit of research as to how I can protect myself. And the feeling I got while I was I was looking through some articles and I'd come across a book that I must have bought five or six years ago, which is called, what is it called? Spirit Guides, How to Make Contact with Angels, Fairies and Power Animals. So I just read that because I thought there could be some nice things in there for how to protect myself. And there were, there's lots out there, but my spirit guides were kind of laughing, saying, you don't need all this. Um, the feeling I got is that I need to light a candle and while the candle is lit my session will be in session and then when I blow it out any energy will be erased from the room. I will still spray flower water and do the clapping just in case and I will ask for protection before I start and I will also ask if um, for only the spirit beings of the highest vibration come through. Yeah, I'm going to be careful. I'm going to try and imagine myself being surrounded like by an orb of protective light. In the past, whenever anyone sort of told me to surround myself in, in light um, before I go to sleep or something like that to try and protect me from spirits, I always found that it made them come. Like it felt like a light or beacon for them to come through and, and um, talk to me or, or present themselves. So, I mean, I'm getting shivers. It'll just be interesting to see how things go. I'm not expecting anything big. I might try and see if my spirit guide wants to come forward, but I'm not really sure where we're going to go. I'm not sure what this looks like. I think I've been told that I'm thinking too much into it and I'm trying to force something that's just going to come naturally. Um, so I will report back. That was really lovely to listen to. <laughs> I don't know, I wasn't expecting when I sort of just half decided to take the leap and share that I have started doing this stuff and sharing it with you. I didn't expect me to feel any kind of way like listening back to the first few experiences. It's so funny, like my sister was just telling me, because um, I, I had this dream last night that I was pregnant and I didn't know the sex of the baby and when they were born, I thought it was going to be a girl, but it was a boy, and like my boobs were just really hurting, and I needed to learn how to breastfeed, and my boyfriend and I, for some reason, he wasn't there, and I called him to tell him the gender of the baby, and asked him, because we were meant to be going to Canada that day, I said, oh, can I just have a week to figure out how to breastfeed, 
And he said, do you know how expensive it's going to be to change the flights? <laughs> and I think I went into the bathroom and threw up because of the stress, which is massive for me because I have emetophobia, which is big, big phobia of vomiting. And interestingly, in the dream, I vomited. I didn't even know I was going to vomit. And oh, sorry, this is really gross to talk about. But it, it didn't feel scary at all. So hopefully that healed that fear a little bit as much as it could. I don't know. But anyway, I was telling my sister about that story and she said, oh, it's so funny to think about how in the beginning when you have a baby, breastfeeding and everything feels so new, but so far on, it's like just so mindless. Like it's almost like riding a bike. And this is kind of like that too. Like now I can just sit down. I don't even physically think about the things I do before having a little session. Um, but it's just like muscle memory. It just happens. And some days I might forget to light a candle or some days I might forget to ask for only high beings to come through. And I guess it's a little bit of a good time to mention that I ask for spirits of the highest vibration or high power to come through because somewhere I read that that lets spirit guides or only spirits that have your best intentions come through. So that is my little way of making sure it's not a scary experience. Uh, yeah, um, I'm still doing that now. So I don't know if that will kind of ever change for me. And it might be blocking out some people that are wanting to come through. But I do need to make sure that I make it as safe for myself as possible. Um, it's still quite daunting to be dabbling in this kind of stuff. And I don't really know even now where it's going to take me. But it's really nice just to listen back and uh, hear me being like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. And then in my mind, I'm like, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> now, I also know that I feel like somewhere I've talked about that experience more. I think it might might have been in another session I got more information about why that specific young spirit came through to me but I'm not too sure if that sort of stuff is what you actually want to hear about so with tomorrow's question marks on my podcast instagram at psychic ish podcast I'm actually going to put up a little poll to see if you actually want to hear about what goes on in my sessions because I don't know if that's something you're interested in or not like it might be a bit too far out that field and that's absolutely fine I mean all it means is that it can be something kept for me and I guess if I were to share all that stuff I won't share absolutely everything I will keep some stuff for me because I already know things have happened <laughs> and other sessions where I even figure out who that little child spirit is and the other spirit that was sitting next to me on the other side. So just let me know, you know. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> I mean, I said I was going to bring my sister onto this episode. However, as usual, I've rambled. So I'm going to be bringing her in next week. Sorry to keep the suspense. I've promised and failed to deliver and I do actually like you can see that I'm laughing but I do feel really bad about it <laughs> I do I promise 
I laugh when I'm nervous. Anyway, thank you for being here. As I just said, I'll have the question box up on the podcast Instagram tomorrow at Psychicish Podcast. If you're feeling deja vu right now, it's probably just because you weren't aware of what you were listening to before and you just heard that same thing twice. Uh, See you next Wednesday. And as always, if you want to share this with someone you love because you love the podcast, please do. It brings more listeners and more reasons to bring you a new episode every week. Bye-bye.